ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, and welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm lucky to have Dr. Koloski with me today. Now, I've been very remiss in your education of hypnosis, sorry. Uh, I haven't had anyone on talking about past life, reincarnation, all those great subjects. So Dr. Koloski is wonderful at this, and I asked him to come on. So welcome very much. And Thank maybe, you so much. Can you Thank you so us? much, Inez. Uh, I appreciate, and I um, appreciate the uh, opportunity to be on this. We're going to rectify that situation right now. That is, uh, well, I, I'm honored to be the first. Let's That's put it that way, to be the first to speak about past lives and reincarnation. And it's, I sort of would like to hear a little bit about you. I've known you've been in the field for a very long time, so I'd just like you to tell them a little bit about yourself and also what you think about hypnosis, what brought you there, that kind of thing. Oh, that's an interesting story. Try and keep it short if I can. Uh, I've been in the uh, practicing hypnosis for a little over 40 years, and uh, I am based in Southern California, um, at one time, I, uh, I created and I uh, operated the nation's largest network of private hypnotherapy clinics in L.A. and Orange County. We specialized, we did everything, but most of the business that came to us was for weight loss and smoking cessation. We would see upwards of about 500 clients a week. It was not unusual to see 500 in all of the, uh, in all the offices, about 18 offices, uh, like 21 staff therapists. And then for a while, I was uh, out in the road doing seminars, cover the whole Southwest. And uh, then uh, I was doing trainings, training people in clinical hypnotherapy and also in uh, past life regression certification. But that all goes back to, let me give you a little backstory here. My father was a fighter pilot during the war and he flew P-51 Mustangs. His, uh, uh, after the war, uh, he couldn't stay in the military because his, his uh, um, plane went down to the English Channel and he was so severely injured, his leg was pretty banged up. And so after the war, he and his brother uh, bought a, a strip of land out in Long, on Long Island, where a family is from, a strip of land, and they put their own airport there. So my father was the pilot and my, uh, my uncle was the uh, mechanic. And um, I remember rummaging through uh, this attic one day finding these old books about hypnosis. I mean, really, I wish I had those books today. They're probably worth a lot of money. These are the old ones. And I asked him, I said, well, what is this about, Dad? Well, he told me how he used hypnosis to help his students pass the uh, uh, FAA flight exam and uh, also the, the written exam. So that's what he did. I, I've watched, I used to watch him hypnotize people then at one point, and I found it fascinating. So I started reading his books. But I came upon a very interesting book. It was published back in the 50s by a hypnotist named Maury Bernstein. The name of the book was The Search for Bridie Murphy. Mm. And in that book, Bernstein told how he had regressed uh, a gal. I think she's, I forget where she was from, Pennsylvania or somewhere. She told about a life she purportedly lived in around the 1800s, 1880s, back in, in Ireland. 
And the detail was amazing. It was marvelous. So I said, what is this? I've never heard of reincarnation. You know, I was a good Catholic boy. We don't do that stuff <laughs> back then. So I, I said, uh, what is this stuff? So he explained to me what it meant. And he had a personal belief in reincarnation. He believed that he was a reincarnated uh, another fighter pilot during World War I who had been shot down over France and subsequently killed. Well, his plane went down in World War II, but he was luckier this time. So we talked about it, and then uh, um, I taught myself how to do it. There were no schools back then. You went to the School of Hard Knocks. It was, um, um, you bought books, you, you taught yourself. So I was reading books on uh, past life regression, reincarnation. I must have been about 16, 17 years old. I'm at my uh, cousin's uh, house. Uh, she was a few years older than me. She was married. And we were having a cup of coffee, and we got this talking about reincarnation, past life regression. She said, Bruce, I know you've been reading some books on that. Uh, would you like to do one? And I said, what the hell, why not? I didn't know what I was doing. This was, you know, <laughs> but I said, why not? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> What's the worst? Yeah, I have a stuck back there for the rest of the life. No. Just, you know. no. So I, that was my first regression that I did. And uh, I, I loved it. It was fun. We, got a pretty a good amount of detail from that. And then uh, I went to University of Hawaii and um, majored in uh, cultural anthropology. And I did my, then I, uh, when I came to California, I enrolled in a doctoral uh, program. And I did my, uh, I, have it here. I did my, my dissertation. They're called dissertations here. I believe the I believe the uh, British call it uh, a doctoral thesis, but we call it a doctoral dissertation. And I wrote it on the role of hypnosis in the religious conversion of the native Hawaiians by the Protestant missionaries. <laughs> and I showed in that, well, I attempted to show, and apparently I did because they gave me my doctorate, I attempted to show that uh, uh, while the Protestant missionaries didn't know they were doing it. They were actually using hypnotic techniques on the Hawaiian natives who are unusually susceptible, uh, susceptible hypnotic subjects. And uh, I, I did that. And I did some, then I did some regressions there among, among the natives and then moved to California and started my practice here. And back 1980, I believe, is when I did my first group hypnosis session. Rented a, a hotel room, ran an ad in the newspaper, and it was fun, fun to do. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Well, I think you should be definitely the expert on this. For I'm glad I asked you to come on, um, because I think that kind of learning is really good because it's coming from inside you mostly. Absolutely. Now, right. I had some marvelous mentors along the way, but uh, a lot of oh, I. I went to school, I put the cart before the horse. I was going to uh, going to school for my doctorate where they were teaching hypnosis, but I had been doing hypnosis before that. So as I said, I really put the cart before the horse. Sounds good. So what I'd really like to know, I wanna put you into the place where you can talk easily about any kind of past life regression and your theories about it, whatever you wanna talk about, because mm. this is a subject that's totally open. Oh, and I'm okay. just going to hand it over to you and start teaching and me I, and my I'll, audience. And I'll run with it. Well, past life regression is 
Um, because, you know, present life regression is because you yep. work in regression. Past life regression is the same, but it's bringing people back to a life that they have purportedly lived prior to this one. Mm-hmm. And it can be in any particular time frame um, when mankind existed. Uh, it, it's used, there are a number of different past life regressions. Um, I delineate four of them, but there's more than that. I do all of these for anyone who wants that particular session. I, uh, do you remember years ago uh, a radio a radio drama? I mean, a, a drama on radio and TV called Dragnet. Yep. Okay, I call that session my Joe Friday session. <laughs> Why? You remember what Joe Friday's his mantra was? His key phrase: mm-hmm. "Just it's the facts, man. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts." And in this session, we do the facts. We do. Um, who were you? Where were you? What are you wearing? What are you eating? Look at look at the coin. You're going to a marketplace. You're look you're looking at the coins. You're at a significant event. Are you married? Do you have any kids? Uh, what do they look like? What color is their hair? What color is your hair? What's your race? What's your nationality? What country are you in? What year did you bring them to the death? What year did they die? Uh, and it's a matter of fact session, but it's great because um, they can record these um, experiences and then do something that we were not able to do years ago. Well, we could, we had to go to the library and sit down and look, look through books. They could, they could actually research that online. Good old Google, right? Where yep. would we be without Google? Ask <laughs> Google. <laughs> and you, they could research it online and to find out if, well, yeah, they actually ate this stuff kind of. Yeah, they have. And also when we have their name, uh, I've had people go and check and see that Oh, yes, there was a person with that name who did live in this time, who did live in this street, who did live on that address. Yeah. And then uh, there's another type of session where we uh, totally explore the what I call karmic connections. Um, the people that they knew, and we spend more time doing that. The people that they might have known in past lifetimes, how they came with them, or did they came, come with them into this lifetime? And uh, I, but it's, it's not the same. It doesn't translate the same. In other words, whoever was your your father in that life could be your son in this life. Um, so they all come with us. Whoever was was your uh, was your aunt could be your uncle or your sister, or your brother. Oh, God forbid your mother-in-law. But uh, <laughs> and then a third uh, third type of session is a between lives session, mm-hmm. and that was popularized by I'm sure you know Dr. Yeah. Michael Newton. Yeah. Where we take them back to a time period between the last life they lived and the life they're in now. And uh, they explore it. See what the activities were there. What were they meant to learn? That's uh, supposedly a learning period between lives where you choose your next life. You choose who you're going to be, what you're going to be. And the details. doesn't say that everything's set in stone. But you, 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 do, uh, it's called a, 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 you do a life map, a, a birth plan. And it's generally very loosely done because you're making a contract. Now, who are you making the contract to? I don't know. Is it, is it God? Is it, the, uh, is it the creator? Is it the big kahuna up there? I have no idea. But well, you're making a contract that this is what you're going to fulfill. But it's like um, there are escape clauses in the contract. So it doesn't have to go exactly that way because we have free will. Yeah. And then the next type of, of, of um past life regression session would be called past life therapy. Something happened in, in a past life that is a cast carrying over to this life and is causing uh, some challenges in this life. They could be, it could be physical. 
Uh, it could be mental. Um, it could be almost anything. I mean, I've had, um, if we have time, I'll tell you about the one that happened. Uh, this firmly stands out in my mind. Well, fellow, I better think you should share it then. Yeah, a fellow <laughs> came in to me, this was years ago, and he came in to me with um, memory and concentration. And he said he worked for the government. I suspected he was CIA. Because uh, <laughs> he was very hush-hush. And so he was sitting, uh, I'm doing the session with him, and he's sitting like this, and he's squirming around. I says, you all right? He says, oh, I, got, I got this pain in my back, and, and the, the doctors can't figure out where it's from. So um, I, mm, I don't know why. I said, I said you know, sometimes and there, there's no known, I said, I read it, there's no known physiological reason for that. Is that what you're telling me? He says, yes. Sometimes they come from a, a past life. If you happen to believe, so yes, I believe in past life. So I brought him back the next week. I did a past life regression. And, uh, oh, I, I have to add, he was also very mistrustful. He was always looking behind him, looking behind his back. And if it was CIA, I can understand how he would be doing that. So anyway, uh, I take him back to a past life in the 1800s as a fur traveler in Colorado. He had a, a territorial dispute with a tribe of Indians. He was hunting on their land. They didn't like him hunting on their land. So they had a powwow. They sat, they sat in the teepee or around the fire. Everybody, they smoked a peace pipe or whatever they did in those days. And they came to a, an agreement that he would be allowed to use to, to, to hunt in this particular portion of their land. Well, okay, they agreed on it. There was a renegade Indian among them, I guess some young whippersnapper who didn't want anything to do with a white man. As, as my client, or who he was in that life, was walking toward his horse, this renegade Indian snuck up behind him, tomahawked him in the back. He died a horrible, lingering death because of that, which apparently transformed over in this life. A, he was mistrustful, always looking, always looking at, at his back, because someone might be sneaking up on him. Um, and um, as soon as he recognized that, the pain was gone. So that was, that, that, that was an inter interesting one, very interesting. Sounds good to me. I mean, I've had some spontaneous ones that happen in the chair when I'm working, oh, yeah. but I uh, oh, yeah. haven't done a lot of detective work within. It's usually just cleared up and move on sort of yeah. thing. So I'm really interested in those aspects of, and we've only got a couple minutes left, but on this section, Already? believe it or not. So maybe I'll just, uh, maybe you can just tell another story. And then when we come back, we can get into okay, all kinds that. of other aspects. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, I was teaching a class. Uh, I teach people how to do what I do. And this, uh, I had this young fellow who had gone through my uh, clinical hypnotherapy. He was Hispanic. He wanted to be a teacher to the Hispanic, uh, the motivational speaker to the Hispanic market. Uh, only one problem. He was terrified of speaking. He had intense phobia. <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> Might, might make it difficult. So I took him back. He went back to a, to a um, uh, lifetime in ancient Rome. In ancient Rome, he was the, for want of a better word, I'm local, the announcer at the Colosseum. And so his job was to walk out of the Colosseum, unfurl the events of the day, and read whatever it was. You know, lions, uh, lions killing Christians, or gladiators <laughs> dismembering each other. And he's got to read that out. Well, his, 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 his fellows there, his, his friends, played a joke on him switched the scrolls, gave him the blank one. So he went out in the middle of the uh, middle of the floor of the Colosseum with the emperor watching, unfolded, and there was nothing. 
and he froze. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for something from the emperor. Hopefully, not a fingers uh, fingers down. And um, from that time forward, he had an intense fear of public speaking. But we were able to get him through that by him seeing how it happened. And also, I did a little additional hypnotherapy to give him. Sounds good. And guess what? Just good timing when we're off to break and Wonderful. see them on the other side. Absolutely. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and in Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program well welcome back to hypnosis everywhere we're talking about reincarnation and past life therapies past life uh, sessions it's great and we're, i'm already asking Dr. Koloski, right now, I'm going to ask him where, with all the experience he's had, where the theories came from and, and what his aspect of understanding the process of why we're here. Let me. That's give a, you a small yes. question. Just yeah, a no, little that's, one. That's a good one, but I'm going to uh, supply it with a caveat before I begin. Everything I say is based on our current knowledge of um, past lives, not as spiritual. That doesn't mean these things can't change. What I espouse today in several years may, uh, uh, may be eclipsed. So yeah. always, whatever you hear, whether it's from me or from anyone else out there, uh, listen to it. Believe it if, you, if, if you'd like, but take it with a grain of salt. And realize that sometime in the future, other more viable theories may come along. 
Well, I, the theory. I really we, love that because it's so right on. I always say, be open to possibility, but don't shut the door. Exactly. <laughs> Newton, Newton gave us a way to look at the universe. Valid, still valid today. Einstein gave us another way to look on at the universe, still valid today. Hawking, Stephen Hawking gave us another way, still valid today. So, um, and they, they didn't, they didn't supplant. They just integrated with the other theories. So the theory uh, behind reincarnation is that we are meant, our souls are meant to evolve and to grow, and in over successive lifetimes through successive stages called soul evolution. Uh, there are stages of there's, uh, infant, baby, young, mature, and old. And this could happen over thousands and thousands of years. And we progress through these. And it's, it's analogous to how you raise a child. Uh, they have their own characteristics. As you, you know, they say, you, oh, he's, that, that person's an old soul, an old soul. They might be. They usually tend to take, take things very easily. They've seen, they've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Okay, they've been through all of it over their lifetimes. And they're getting ready to, you know, close out the book, so to speak. And maybe join in union with the creator. Or maybe they're going to decide, you know, I had a ball. I'm going to do it all over again. These are, these are options that are open to them. It's very, it's very, much, uh, a very much a loose options, apparently, on, on the other side. And we're not, we're not meant to suffer for things that we did in previous lifetimes. So, uh, and it's not always a one-to-one -one correlation. Okay, if I killed you in a past lifetime, does that mean that you're gonna kill me in this lifetime? No, it might mean that killing you was, was uh, de denying, depriving you of something in your life. You may, or whoever you are, may somehow deny me of something, not necessarily my life, but it could be something else. There's not always a one-to-one -one correlation. And also, you, you have to understand that maybe karma, maybe your lives are meant just to experience, just for the plain fun of experiencing it. Remember Frank Sinatra's song? I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing. That's, I think, what this is all about. At some time in our myriad plethora of lives, we have been all those things and more. We've I think it's good. great. Yeah. And I think you've, you really explained it well, because I've always said that, you know, there's a contract we make when we come here. Right. And that's what I've discovered in the work I've done. And right. also uh, is that we can actually ask for it to be changed at times, yes. you know, we, we can say, now, is there something I need to learn before we can change that? Yes. You know, all those sort of things. Right. And I think it's awesome. And past life uh, regression is not only healing, but it's also very entertaining. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. That's why I said there's a myriad of, of ways we can go for that. I've got people who want to go through all of them. So I start them at the beginning with good old Joe Friday, and I take them all the way through to a therapy to work on an <laughs> issue that uh, they, they, want, they want to work on. Could be a, could be a phobia, could be a medical condition. Um, a good example of that are, are some woman, uh, anorexic woman uh, and a bulimic woman. Well, that might stem from a time, like from the... Uh, um, I think it was the 18th or 17th century when it was it was fashionably 
fashionable to have a very thin waist, 18 inches. Imagine what they had to go through to get an 18-inch waist in this corset they couldn't eat. So that is something that might carry over to another lifetime. Uh, addictions can carry over to another lifetime. A person dies. Uh, uh, let's say a person is injured in the war, I, or, 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 uh, or, or the Civil War. And they're in, a, they're in a tent and people are dying around them. And there is, uh, they're using uh, maybe opium or maybe morphine to deaden the pain, but there's not enough to go around. So that person is thinking there, and his last conscious thought before he dies is, but there's not going to be enough for me. What about me? Well, then the next life, they make sure there's enough for him. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. another way that the past lives can impact us. I think it's it's an interesting concept for people to that don't believe in this stuff to listen to, or even if they chose to think of it as real or imagined, it wouldn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does yeah. not matter. That's you know, there's a psychological um, um, form of treatment called psychodrama. And psychodrama, what you do with a therapist, you take on a role. You make up a role, you take it, and you play that role with a therapist. It's a drama. It's like a soap, like. You know, the, the soaps, the afternoon soap dramas. And uh, that's what you do. Well, to some people, you want to look, call, call it that, look upon it as that, by all means. It's a, it's a, it's a form of a psychosomatic psychodrama where a part of your subconscious takes hold of your mind and gives it a story. And the part, that the, the part of you that has um, really horrible relationships with certain people doesn't mean that they are terrible people no. they are playing their part yep exactly i'm glad yeah. you said that they're playing they won't <laughs> say they won't sent here to torture you okay <laughs> you feel like it sometimes yeah your ex your, 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 your spouse your ex-spouse wasn't sent here to make your life miserable they were sent here to teach you a lesson yeah and it's up to you to learn what that lesson and, and to benefit from that lesson Mm -hmm. And so, so people will say, well, wait a second, I'm supposed to learn a lesson, but no one's telling me what the lesson is. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. Because if you knew what the, if you knew what the lesson is, that would prejudice things. You got to figure these things out, out for yourself. And that's one thing about hypnosis. It can help you find out a lot of things exactly. for yourself. Yeah. And, uh, see, uh, uh, the operative words are help you find out for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Because people think, well, okay, can you tell me what my purpose is in life? Okay. Why I came? I said, no, but you can. Uh, we can lead you to a point where you can you can find out your purpose or, or your higher self can find out that purpose and deliver it to you or your guide, whichever you choose to call it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's great. I'm glad that uh, we're explaining this. And now uh, let's move on from the um, the facts, ma'am, yes, and and go a little bit to that in between life for a moment, and just oh, talk about the bardo a little bit. Yes, that's that is totally fascinating. But here's the interesting thing, and uh, uh, there might be a relation to NDEs, to near death near death yeah. experiences. Uh, have they gone that far? We don't know. There's the suggestions that they have. But in, um, uh, it's different for, for different people. Uh, and, um, and, and it also correlates with your certain belief systems. Now, some people in, that, uh, um, in, in, in between lives, uh, if they're Christian, they'll meet Jesus. 
If they're Jew Jewish, they'll meet uh, Abraham or Moses. And, and if, they're, if they're Indian, they'll meet the, their particular uh, gods or, or whatnot. But yeah, it, it seems to be uh, very individually, very individually designed. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes my concept, the theory of my mind is that it's going to use what they are there, what their knowledge is on Earth to give them what they need to know at that moment. Yeah, indeed. indeed. Yeah. I do. And um, here's another interesting concept about that. Uh, I, okay, let's say, I, I, let's go back to that, that kid I worked with who uh, uh, was an announcer in ancient Rome. Uh, he, is that to say that this was what? Time of Christ? Maybe just a little bit after, uh, uh, after the turn of the first century, just got into uh, AD. Does that mean he didn't live between those? No, not necessarily. You look at 2,000 years. You know, what was he doing for 2,000 years? Playing tiddlywinks in the, in the great beyond? No, he almost surely lived other lives. But it's, it, 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 many times it's what's going on in this life that triggers, and we as therapists know what that means, triggers a memory of, of, of a past life before that. Um, use this. Let's use this as an analogy. On my desk here, I've got a whole bunch of, uh, of quarters, and they have uh, different dates on that. And let's say these quarters, some of them are pretty old. They're going from 1800 up to the year 2000. And I go like this, and I knock all the quarters off the desk. And they go spinning around the room and falling all over the place. And these quarters is an analogy for past lives. Now, 18, uh, 1885 may end up on top of 1902. Uh, uh, 1857 uh, may line up, uh, end up on top of 1995. Okay. Well, you see, and one of them might have rolled, rolled under the couch. It's never going to be seen again. So this, this is when past lives can touch, can touch present lives. So something that happened, in, and, and here's an interesting thing. What happened to that fellow who had that phobia, he was about the same age in this life as he was in that life. So these phobias or events seem, don't know why, but they seem to take effect during a person's lifetime when they reach about that particular age. You know what you kept back from us? What? Did the lions eat the guy? <laughs> Did the lions eat the guy? No, nah, no, nah, they didn't. The emperor, <laughs> the, the, the emperor had a good sense of humor. So. <laughs> He, he, did. he mentioned that he was playing yeah. around with him. His thumb was going this way, that <laughs> way, this way. And he's sweating bullets and finally up like this. <laughs> they let him go. They found out it was, it was a joke. <laughs> that was a good ending. <laughs> it was a good ending. Yeah. So that's great. And, you know, in the Bardo, from my point of view, is going to be, like you said, different for everyone. Yeah. It's that in-between stage where you're going to go and maybe learn some things, maybe whatever. We don't really know exactly. Uh, we have had people regress into it and we get little tidbits here and little tidbits there. But I think, I think he'd agree with me. We don't have the full picture for sure. No, we don't. And are we meant to have the whole picture? I maybe don't not. think so. <laughs> yeah, there is, a, there is a fascinating book. I have it upstairs. 
Um, I would suggest everybody read. Other than reading my book, Your Journey Was Never Meant to End, which is, <laughs> uh, which is, uh, which is uh, everything you wanted to know about reincarnation. It's is available on Amazon. Your journey was never meant to end. Anyway, it's the book called The Afterlife of Billy Fingers, written by a gal by the name of Annie Kagan. And okay. she swears it's a true story. She, her her, her ne'er-do-well brother was killed in an auto accident. About a month after he dies, he comes back and starts talking to her and tells about her, all of his experiences in the afterlife. And it'll give you chills. I strongly recommend it to anybody else. Oh, I think that's a great thing to read. I'm going to, it's on my, my list. Afterlife, <laughs> and your afterlife. book's on my list too. Yeah. So we'll know thank where to get you, those. Thank you. <laughs> so I really think that's great. So you mentioned NDEs. Now, have you worked with NDEs at all, with people who have had the experiences? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. I thought you might. <laughs> yeah. And they, what, what they want to know is they want, they want uh, um, some facts, I'll call them facts, uh, some experiences, some memories may get lost over time. So we, we take them back to that in a gentle way. You know, we won't, if, they, if, they, if yeah. they temporarily died from a heart attack, we don't want to recreate that. Yeah. But we take <laughs> them back to the experience after uh, yeah. uh, the heart attack, the, the, uh, the brief death, I guess you would call it. And uh, they, they come up with more memories. Matter of fact, on the same vein, whenever I do a past life regression, I can't talk to anybody else, else's technique. The last post-hypnotic suggestion I give them is that over the next few days, you will have more memories, more facts will, will come into your subconscious mind, maybe at odd moments during the day, you might be driving, you might be making a cup of coffee, but other, uh, uh, other, other things that happen during this regression are gonna pop into your head, and it, particularly during your dreams. So it's not just what they, what they remember, because everybody's remembers the memory is faulty. It's what, what pops into their head after that. Yeah. I think that's a, a very good thing to do. And I think that's pretty normal uh, for the client to get yes. those things. If So if you didn't tell them, it actually might seem a little strange to them. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got about three minutes left in the show. Do you want to go on this segment? Not the show, sorry. Uh, do you want to... Do you want to go for another story, or where do you want to go for three minutes? Let's see, another story. Uh, we talked about him. We talked about that guy. Oh, whenever I do a group session, mm -hmm. I, have my, I have the uh, participants, because I'm not speaking to them. I can't get feedback from, from no. 20 people in a group. So I have them fill out what's called a trip record. And sometimes this works better. Because sometimes when you hypnotize a person and you talk to them or have them talk to you, get feedback, it can lighten the state. You know, you're, you're, you're uh, involving the cognitive processes of the mind. For some people, they find it annoying. Uh, so what what do you do in a group situation is I have the trip record with all the questions I'm answering them, I'm asking them. When they come out of it, they fill out the, the answers. I give them 10, 15 minutes right away. I don't say any word to them. Let them fill it out. I had one fellow in a class I was teaching talk about, uh, he went back to a time in the early 1900s where he was uh, going on a trip from San Francisco. And he just happened to be leaving the day in 1906 when the San Francisco earthquake struck. He was a medical physician in San Francisco. And he related all about his life, about the trip he took up, about the, 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 de the desolation when he came back. And so the, that night, it was a two-day two course, he went home, came back the next day, said, Bruce, you know, I went online and I researched some of this stuff. He says, it was spot on. 
I got the name of this guy. I got where he lived. And so he was going to do additional research. And that's neat when you can do that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because it verifies our rational mind. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and our rational mind is always got to make those things and make stories up and make them and then be accepted. Can't just be the story that you can just allow it to be because our rational minds used to are used to having everything dictated and, and yeah in the next segment i can talk a little about the people who are the skeptics and what arguments they they use to refute this and our counter arguments to them i, I want to be perfectly fair here that there are other explanations for the phenomena that we do receive i think most of us don't say this is done in just like stone this is the only way because it isn't mm. and like you say we seem to get pieces of information and they may be accurate for what we can know at the time right yes but but then we the need time. another story again later because yeah. we'll start to evolve the the theory or whatever and mm. that's great so guess what we're going to break and we'll see everyone on the other side good good Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program welcome back to past lives on hypnosis everywhere well i'm going to ask dr kolowski uh, what other sort of things that we can assume there's other reasons for all this and what are some of those reasons that people oh, that, that people use to explain yeah, it? Okay. Well, to explain. one of them is um, 
uh, um, a term used in uh, hypnosis, cryptomnesia or cryptoamnesia, however you want to however you want to pronounce it, is that uh, uh, we can remember, we can learn things and then forget how we subsequently remember those things, and then it surfaces sometime sometime later. So what the, these people would be saying? Well, yes, I know. Yeah, you uh, you claim to have been in. Uh, um, medieval England, and you at this castle. Well, that's because of something you read in a book or saw in a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all okay. That's valid. That's valid. Except when it is so detailed. Except when they, the the person who has never been to that castle can tell tell you. Yeah, if you walk walk down the main hallway, make a left, and go off a little more, make a right. You're going to see a, a knight in shining armor standing there, and they they give you things that. There's probably no no way that they could possibly have known that. Uh, It's just too vivid. The the details are are too vivid and uh, uh, too defined. It's got too many details. And the Uh, other thing uh, they they also say is, you know, it's just made up and it's all that. But like you say, when all that detail's there. And I also think when you're doing it and the person's in it, they definitely seem to believe it's a reality. They, yes, they do, because they, they are partaking of the experience. Yeah. They're not, it's like uh, when you do regressions, it's called a regression and a revivification. Yes. And we as hypnotherapists, we might have learned that back in school, but we very rarely use the terms that, except that we're teaching it. But yes. many times this is more of a revivification than a regression. But yes. everybody understands the word regression yeah and uh, you know a memory in ourselves it changes every time you look at a memory yeah. every time you look at a picture you it changes a little bit you so remember, we know that if we else. go into a past life you're going to see it from whatever aspect you're looking at it from at this time there's some people who believe that everything that has happened is somehow out there out there in the ether yeah. like radio waves yeah and we're we're kind of picking up on those those radio waves when we do a past life regression uh, we're picking up on the Akashic records. So, uh, yeah. uh, uh, who was it to, uh, not Freud, um, Jung, yeah. talked yeah. about the uh, collective unconscious yeah. that we all filed down into one. That's a possibility. And that, that, for me, that's a definite possibility. Yeah, it didn't really happen to us, but it happened, and we're picking up on that. And what do you say to people that say, well, you know, that past life regression stuff is just baloney. They all want to be Cleopatra. They all want to be... I don't think I've ever had anyone in my chair who was Cleopatra, ever. I never had uh, the closest I have ever come. And this gave me the sweats. Addressing a fellow and he's talking about, oh, yes, we're at, uh, we're at a supper. This is the last supper. And he's mm. describing the last supper. Oh, my <laughs> God, he's going to tell me he's Jesus. And, you know, <laughs> I'm in front of all, that, all the students. I'm going to my students. How am I going to handle this? And so... No, he wasn't. He was St. Thomas. He was the doubting Thomas. Yes. <laughs> but I, other than that, you know, and the reason for that you know, is, is that most people have not led those types of lives. They just have not. No. They were, and I'm not most lives throughout history were quite boring. But there's something to be said for, for those boring details because they're verifiable. Boring details are verifiable. So I, I, too, never had Napoleon, never had Cleopatra. No. Not to say that they're not out there. No, no. The, the, I mean, the odds are that there's going to be, the odds that they're going to come and see you, though, is not always that. You know, I was thinking the other day, I said, you know, a lot of people claim to have been on the Titanic. I believe the Titanic, I looked it up, it sailed with a little over 3,000 people. 
Yeah. I'll bet you there's 10 times the amount of people who claim they sailed on the Titanic. And uh, I don't know how you can explain that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, anyway, um, oh, here's another po uh, pos uh, possible explanation. Okay. DNA, uh, that somehow what happens is, uh, to us, to our, our family line is carried in our DNA, DNA memory. Well, if you can prove that who you are now was descended from that particular line, yeah, maybe. But in most cases, that is spread far apart. There's no chance of a correlation of uh, uh, in the family line, DNA. So getting back to, since this is all seems like a short segment at the end always, even yeah. though it is the same, <laughs> is, is what, what is this now to do for people? What do you think well, is this you, okay. is the best thing for them to do? Well, Our, some of the things I briefly discussed, I'll go through them again. It can help you uncover the origin of your current fears, hang-ups, personal challenges, uh, get an amazing and immediate relief from some of these, too, in many times. It could find out if you, um, if you share the previous lifetime with your, with your mate, your relatives, your friends. And if you did, what, were you, what lesson were you meant to learn during that sharing? What... Yeah. What do you, and if that person came forward with you into this lifetime, why? What are you meant to do? What are you meant to accomplish in this lifetime? Or what are they meant to teach you? What are you meant to teach them? You can learn who the, your, your soulmate is, your true soulmate. And uh, uh, you can meet your soul group. Some people call it their, 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 their soul tribe. In other words, a group of souls that have traveled with each other throughout, uh, throughout eternity. Um, you can understand the reasons why uh, you've cho chosen certain relationships for yourself in this time. Again, learning what you're meant to learn. You can learn how to create major changes in your life by discovering who you were in a past life. You have talents and abilities that you carried, that you could have carried with you over those past lives. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be a concert pianist, but if I, I've had, I, had I, I can, you know, for me, the extent of my piano playing is chopsticks, but I've had dreams about sitting down at the piano and playing. So maybe I did in a past life way back when. And uh, you can technically or theoretically bring those, those uh, um, uh, abilities back with you. You might have been a financial genius back then. Maybe you could bring, bring those back with you and draw upon your knowledge from, from the past lives. And you can discover your, your real purpose in life, your true purpose in life. Your, your, people call it the soul's desire. Your, uh, your spirit's passion, mm -hmm. why you came into this, your current lifetime, and you can gain the power to dynamically actualize that process. They say knowledge is power. Now That's you'll have right. the knowledge. We can recall, um, briefly touched on this, power, skills, abilities that you learned in previous lifetimes um, to bring greater creati creativity, uh, fulfillment, passion to this lifetime could expand your awareness, sharpen your, your senses. And you, here's the, the, um, the main thing, main uh, item on the menu. You can remove blocks, um, clear your karma, lay a solid foundation for success now and in the future. You are not a victim of your karma. You can change your karma and you change it with intent to have the intention of changing the karma. And if you remember, Dr. Wayne Dwyer was very big on intention, and I believe it translates over to this, too. Yeah. Teaching. So 
Uh, what I was thinking too was Mozart. He was four years old when he started making um, p- playing piano. Yeah. There's all these people that have done things very early on in life. Now, do you have a tendency to believe that has come in with them? I do. Yes. I do have a tendency. Yes. And it happens yes. in, in many different ways. Yeah. Um, two of the people that, that did some very solid research on this, because they didn't use hypnosis. And some people look askance at hypnosis and say, uh, it, you're, you're leading the witness. Well, you can't uh, if you're not doing it right. Yeah. But these are spontaneous memories. There's yeah. one fellow who is uh, uh, three, two, three years old. He was a, a, a whiz at baseball. Uh, turned out that he was the reincarnation of Lou Gehrig, which was the famous New York Yankee first baseman. And he knew things that he should not I, have I known. I remember this Not case. have known. Um, the guy who uh, wrote the screenplay for Gone with the Wind, Sidney Shelton Howard, I think his name was. He won the, won the Oscar posthumously. One uh, young fellow claimed that um, told stories about him. Now, the interesting thing is when it happens to kids, they have those memories about four, three, four, five, six. Then by seven or eight, they're gone. They forgot all yeah. them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's pretty interesting. And, and uh, there's been quite a lot of research on kids and past life. Mm. Um, Dr. Ian Steed. Was it Ian Steed? Uh, yeah, Ian Stevenson yeah. at the yeah. University of Pennsylvania, Department of uh, uh, Psychiatry. Yeah. And they, his, his uh, um, the guy who took over from him, uh, uh, Tucker. Robert Tucker, and uh, they both did some marvelous uh, investigations here in the United States and in India. Yeah, yeah. About the young fellow who was shot down in another life was shot down in the Pacific. Uh, he was an air, he flew up an air, aircraft carrier, not Como, and uh, he was shot down. And he had some amazing things to say. He even met he even met some of his buddies from the war. Yeah. Because he was five years old. His buddies are in their seventies, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. It is. It's so, yeah. so fascinating. And we, no. we think it's interesting because we need that for our conscious mind to make it just right, you know? And people who say, well, that can't be. I remind them what Shakespeare, the noble bard, once said, there are more things on heaven and earth, Horatio, that I dreamt <laughs> of in your philosophy. <laughs> and true. And, of course, now we have the, you know, the quantum ideas and all um, these things, so time is really happening all in one time exactly this is a great theory uh yeah. it was a spa- einstein espoused at non-linear time yeah. so my feeling and other people is all you can choose to reincarnate at any time in history yeah let's say okay after this i'm not too crazy about the uh the 21st century so <laughs> i'd like to go back and maybe be born in pioneer days i don't mm. know if i want to do that but, uh or maybe uh, the earlier part of the 20th century Maybe I'd want to be a part of that. Maybe you want to be a part of the golden age of Hollywood, uh, you know, of, of what was going on in Europe. Yes, you can choose to reincarnate at earlier levels. Okay, so before we go any further, we can keep going forever, but we've only got three minutes left, and I want you again to talk about your contact information because it's not on the podcasts yep. that come, and also your book. And All right, the book and- is... Your journey was never meant to end. You can you can uh, go to Amazon and look for it there. Your journey was never meant to end. I was fortunate to have, to have that as a uh, number one bestseller on Amazon. I also have a Facebook group with the same name. Your journey was never meant to end. You can you can uh, search out that group and uh, re- request to join. 
And you learn a lot of interesting things. I regularly do videos on that group, posted. We have a lot. Um, we're closing in on, I think we just did 4,500 members. And so yep, uh, I was one. Yeah. <laughs> I won. Yeah. Yeah, we just passed it. And uh, we have some great, very great people who are getting a lot of content on that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just put it up there and I sit back and let it, let it run itself. Every, uh, every once in a while, I interject myself. No. Uh, my, my website is uh, www.drkoloski, and doctor is spelled out D O C T O R Koloski, K A L O S K I. Dot com. It'll give you another uh, um, so some other information on, on that past life regression. And um, my uh, I do offer private past life regressions on um, uh, and also therapy for other things, you know, weight loss, smoking succession. But I've got a past life regression coming up in, uh, in about an hour. And uh, it's uh, you can find out about that on my website or you can email me at drkoloski at gmail.com. And that's D-R-D-R-K-A-L-O-S-K-I at gmail.com. Or if, if you're on Facebook, you can send me a Facebook message. And so obviously we're doing them remotely now. The yeah. world has changed. <laughs> yes, and, it, and I, actually I find it works just as well. And the person's in their comfortable own Absolutely. area. Absolutely. I, I don't so, think I want to go back to an office. Had enough I know. Of them already. I, know. <laughs> I think you've done your. You couldn't drag me back to one. <laughs> so we got thirty minutes left. I want to th- thirty seconds. Sorry, I, thirty minutes. I wish we did. <laughs> I want to thank you for being with us, Dr. Koloski. It was uh, a great show. I love this was... information to go out for people. And like I said, I was remiss, but you fixed it for me. Ah, so good. good. It was a pleasure. Enjoyed it, was... it immensely. I'm so looking we'll forward see to everybody. Oh, by the way, one more oh, thing. One more if I have 10 yeah. seconds, I'm yeah. going to put together a past life workshop, a group workshop. Uh, if, uh, if people are interested, it'll be on Zoom. Uh, they can they can email me at drkoloski at gmail.com. Wonderful. Send me an email and we'll let you know when we're going to be in the next few weeks or so. Sounds group good. Workshop. Okay. So we'll say goodbye for everybody and we'll see you next week. And thank you for having me. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.